So we're excited now because... Yeah, so what we thought we would do is uh, take a break from our series of Life with Jesus. And mm. we thought uh, instead of uh, another sermon from, from one of us or by someone else, we thought, why don't you hear from lots of voices from folks who are part of our church? And so uh, in the building behind us in number 29, Lancasterian Street, waiting patiently, socially distant, face mask, all the rest, uh, are 10 willing, wonderful volunteers. People who are part of our church, they're gonna come, they're gonna share uh, two minutes of time. They're gonna come, stand, face the camera. They've been really, really brave. Some of them I'm sure are really nervous. I'm sure you'll be wholly, wholly um, supportive of them. So sit back, relax, enjoy as uh, these guys take over the rest of this morning. Our wonderful um, technical man, Stephen, is going to reposition the microphone. So uh, you're gonna do that now. Why don't we welcome a really brave young lady. This is Faith Crawford. Faith isn't yet 10 years of age herself, but uh, why don't you come and join us over here with your daddy, Hugo. Morning. Um, Faith's gonna tell us what she really likes about church. Um, so Faith, um, what did you like about church, about our church? do in church when we go on a Sunday? The craft. You like the craft and do you meet friends? The Bible. You like the Bible. And what about those that teach you things in church? The teachers. <laughs> uh -huh. And what else um, do you really like about church? What do you what do you do when you go there on a, on a Sunday after you've met all your friends? And you sit down, what do you, what do, you do? We have break. You have break, huh? <laughs> and what else, do you, do you learn anything? We like, sing songs. You sing songs? And what else? Do you do stories? <laughs> who? How about who? Uh, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, yes. And who else? Jesus. And Jesus, yes. And what's the one big thing that you really, 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 really love about church? Donuts. The donuts. Oh <laughs> we all love the donuts. That's great. And uh, are you looking forward to going back to church when it opens? Yeah. Well done. Okay. That is brilliant. Thank you, Faith. Thank you so much, Faith. Well done, you. My Thank goodness. You. Thank what you. a star. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, next up is uh, the lovely Andrea Howard. Andrea, together with Andy part of our church for a number of years mm -hmm. and uh, so faithfully and so bravely they uh, they launched Anshin Coast Vineyard Church and they celebrated their second anniversary yesterday. Yes, thank you. Ooh, I'm going to take my mask off. Um, yes, yeah, so as Paul said, my name's Andrea and together with my husband Andy and our family, we came to Carrick Fergus Vineyard in early 2012. Um, and we actually have left, as Paul said, we left in late 2018 to plant another vineyard church just up the road in Lorne. So it really is a privilege to be here this morning. And so I wasn't sure how to fit this all into two minutes. Um, so I'm going to do my very, very best. Um, whenever we first came to Carrick Vineyard, we weren't in great shape as a family. And we were a family that really needed some looking after. And I suppose that was my very first experience of Carrick Vineyard. Um, was rest 
and care and acceptance and that's what we really needed and I've seen that offered to many many others who came after us time and time and time again and for Andy and I it was really the start of a journey into a deeper more wholehearted relationship with Jesus and his church and so there were three main things that I really feel that we were challenged most about when we were at Carrick Vineyard um, and when we made Carrick Vineyard our home so those things were to live generously to live intentionally and to live obediently. And these are the things that were taught to us and modelled to us um, through the leadership and the life of Carrick Vineyard. And we learned what it really meant to um, lay down our lives and to give away what God had first entrusted to us. And I love that in Carrick Vineyard, we see that the church is not somewhere we show up for God one day a week, but rather the church is everywhere that God shows up in us seven days a week. And so I want to encourage all of us today as the church to keep showing up, keep showing up as Carrick Vineyard, even in these really difficult days. And it's so hard right now. And also to keep making room for each of us to make room for God. And the last thing I want to say, the church should be known for its love. And Carrick Vineyard, you are known for your love of this town and its people. And I pray that this continues to be so for the next 10 years and more and that many other people get to know and experience the person of Jesus. So just want to say thank you to everyone, and especially to Paul and Chantel for loving the heart so well, and for leading God's church so authentically and courageously through this last decade. And we really miss you all, but I hope that we have been able to carry some of what we have learned uh, up the road in Lorne. So happy 10th birthday. Wow. Brilliant. What incredible words. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much to Andrea. Uh, so this next young lady wasn't such a young lady at the time, but she was a, she was a young girl. This is Hannah Fugard, who was part of our church from day one, together with the rest of the Fugard family. Uh, come on and join us here. And uh, we look forward to hearing what you have to say. Um, yeah, so hi. Um, so my journey um, through Carrick Vineyard has been an incredible one um, that I have so many amazing memories from. Um, it's been a journey for your life, so from being 10 to now being 20, and through that I've learned a lot about myself and also I've learned about, a lot about my relationship with Jesus. Um, I've also had the incredible honour to work with our young kids um, and now our young children in youth at the minute, which is just amazing for me, for being part of youth and now leading the youth as well. Um, it's incredible to see their love for Jesus grow and their love for each other grow as well and I learn a lot from them and I think they really we can learn a lot from them as a group as well um, my relationship with Jesus I've learned a lot of practical ways how to deepen that um, through different ways of praying and one that I really try my best to do um, is silence and solitude which makes me slow down and makes me spend that precious time with Jesus that I need daily um, but most of all from being at Cag Vineyard it's an amazing community that I would call my family. Um, a family who love me and encourage me and guide me and also would maybe give me that push to do things out of my comfort zone and do the stuff that Jesus would do. Um, but most of all, um, they hold me up and give me strength when I maybe don't have the most, um, which I've really needed through the past year. And for that, I want to thank my whole church family. Thanks so much, Hannah. What an incredible young lady. This next young lad is uh, Lucas McGill. Lucas has been part of a, our church together with their family for the last year or so. So, Lucas, why don't you come and join us here? 
this is the X marks the spot and you can look towards that camera there. Well done, young fella. As Paul said, I am Marcus McGill. I'm 12 years old. I've been coming to Vineyard for the last year and a half nearly. And one of the things that I've loved about Sold was it was so constant that it's nearly every week we were always meeting at the venue. And even through COVID, we did it on Zoom. But And now we're starting to get back obviously socially distanced mm-hmm. but then but one of the things I really loved was the fact that leaders always kept as equals which was very is very much like the first first Timothy 412 don't let anyone look down on you because you're young but set an example for the believers in everything you do and I think that that is how Vineyard does it that is amazing. Oh, well done, Lucas. Oh, you great young fella. Well done. Isn't that amazing? And uh, from uh, another McGill to another McGill, this is Jeff McGill, who's about to come on screen, but not the father of Lucas. Um, Jeff, why don't you come and join us? Uh, Jeff and his family have been part of our church for a number of years and is currently leading a life group with your wife, Lynn. Thank you. Um, I think I just wanted to talk about how this church has just been so important to us as a family really to help us grow in faith and and to grow in service um a long time ago i did uh, an alpha course actually in a wee village country church and one of the things we kind of did was we just stayed there and uh, stayed there for a long time and it was nice because it was safe and it was quiet and it was uh non-threatening and it didn't really get us out of our comfort zone but it was one of the things that did really teach us was just the importance of that of just showing up, you know, that subtle art of showing up every week. I think it's just so important, you know, to encourage each other by being there for each other in community. And when the time came for us to move on and we felt we'd heard a lot about God, but we felt it was also as a family really important for us to really to grow in faith and to learn to hear from God as well. And um, we found Carrick Vineyard and we can honestly say that, you know, the journey that we've been on over the last, I think we've been here about six years now. has just been a one of just continuous growth and growth in hearing from God and learning from here from him through his spirit and the church has been so important to us to he- for helping us do that um, we meandered for a little bit um, one of the things that really kind of attracted to this church was the whole uh, Nirvana strap line you know come as you are um, and we were like, well, it must be a really cool church. You know, we've got Nirvana, so as a strap line. Um, so we thought, yeah, we'll go there. And it actually, one of the things I really loved about this church from the beginning was it just felt very much a community church, you know, um, and it was spirit-led, uh, just exactly what we were looking for. Um, and as just, I suppose, as the years went on, we started to grow into the church and really grow in faith by listening to his, to his spirit and, and learning from God what he wanted us to do. And... Um, and we just doubled down on that art of, of, of showing up and we thought that was really important. We felt that that was our role to encourage the other members by being there um, being there every week. Nowadays we really serve in lots of different ways. Um, you know, um, as Paul said, you know, we've been serving in uh, children's ministry as well as uh, leading the life group and um, a wee bit of worship as well, which has been great. Um, but it's all of that same purpose, I think, you know, just to to really get into this church as a community and build each other up for the benefit of each other i think that's where growth really lies and we've been so fortunate to meet some fantastic amazing people um along the way who've really helped us in that journey and paul and chantelle always say you know come as you are 
but don't stay as you are. And that, that was really frightening at the beginning, but it really means so much to us now, you know, the, 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 the journey that we've been on. So we, we want to thank everyone just for welcoming us into this church and uh, helping us to grow in faith and in service. And we feel it's just the place that we're meant to be. Thank you. Well done. So good. It's just wonderful hearing all these different stories. Uh, everyone has their own story and it just has their own <coughs> reflection, their own um, journey being part of the church. But more importantly than that, it's about what God is doing in them and through them. That's always the hallmark of things. So on to our next one. This is Renee. Renee has been part of our church with her family. Come on through for a, for a number of years. And Renee's one of these troopers. She just gets involved in lots of different things. So uh, well done. Why don't you stand there and let's hear what you have to say. Yeah, so as I think uh, for us, church means uh, community, it means family. And I think I'm, I'm here as a representative of my family. So there's myself, there's my husband, Pierre, and there's my son, Ben. And we've been coming for just under eight years now. And I think there are three main things that are really important to us. So for us as individuals, and then for us as a family, and then for us um, impacting within our community. So I think initially for us as uh, individuals, it's allowed us to be able to grow as people. And for me personally, um, it's allowed me to be able to serve um, in kids ministry and in so many other ways that um, I suppose I can elaborate on the community part of, of what I'm going to say. But I think also as a family, it's meant that Ben's been able to grow up in a community of Christian people, um, but also just as a community, because community for us as people is so important. Uh, that connection with people around us and given the fact that we're not actually from Northern Ireland so that was really important to us and we've been so welcomed and uh, felt the warmth and love and connection with so many people amazing people in our in our church who do absolutely amazing things and I suppose that brings me onto the community part of it and and for us that was uh, quite a quite a big draw was the fact that Carrick Fergus not only looks after their people within their own church, but also has a vision for people within the community. And there have been so many projects over the eight years that we've been part of this church, um, right from working uh, in schools, in schools clubs after school, to cap money course, to be able to allow people to better manage their finances and get out of debt, um, food banks for people who are not as privileged as we are as far as being able to feed their families and to go after their families. Um, so many areas, um, school money, school bags for the kids, um, hygiene bags for people who can't afford those. So I think for us as a family, all of those aspects has allowed us to grow in faith, but also to see God's um, vision in action within our community, in our church community, but also in us as individuals. So. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness, well done. So, so good. <laughs> All tangled up. My goodness, just another incredible story. And I wonder what it's like for you watching this, if you're watching this either live or maybe go watch it later. It's kind of like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be next. It's like this conveyor belt of people coming through. Well, here's next. This is Elizabeth Morrison, part of our church again for a number of years. Got an incredible story to share. Hi there, um, Ian, my husband and I came about almost seven years ago now and we knew the first time, that um, the first Sunday that we were meant to be here. Um, I found it a place where I've been totally accepted 
and as everyone has said, come as you are, um, I thought um, I could relax and just be me. Um, and through life groups, um, I had to play my part. Uh, through life groups, I met people and it was surprising how quickly we bonded and we were able to share some really quite deep stuff and you knew you were safe. Um, I just love the way we look out into the community um, and look out for others. Um, yeah, and what God has done in my life, well, um, just as we came um, seven years ago, I had just started a healing process and my life had just started to turn around. So through counselling, through prayer ministry, and through my own surrender, um, I have found freedom and I have been able to um, be healed at my own pace and through gentle leadership um, and caring leadership that has filtered down to us, the people, um, and that's what I find with them. Um, God, I think the verse that's relevant for me is Psalm 40 verse 2 that he lifted me up out of the pit um, out of the mire and he set my feet on solid ground mm -hmm. and the other part of that is um, he's put a new song in my mouth and I think that's what I'm experiencing now um, so yeah wonderful thanks so much wow Elizabeth totally uh, embodies so much of what we convey she, she's come as we all have come as we are with our stuff and our brokenness but gently over time it's just allowed Jesus to heal her and in the safety of community with other people and and uh, is giving away what she has received and she's one of our leaders she leads a life group and is uh, training and counseling and wants to really share all the things that God has done in her life it's just incredible well here's another incredible fella who's been with us since day one and uh, he has just an incredible fella and he's a fine athlete too. <laughs> See him running all the time. This is Alan Grant. Hi, morning folks. Um, yeah, as Paul said, we've been involved pretty much since the start of the church. Uh, Diane, my wife, as most of you know, is the Tilton's pastor and I just left her this morning doing her Zoom call with the kids and just doing amazing things. Um, Fine Art for us has just been family, it's been home, it's been somewhere where we can fulfill our passions and to see um, you know, all those kind of characteristics that we associate. Uh, I'm involved in the worship team, I've been involved in life group leading, I've been involved in, in the revived ministry about taking God's word out onto the streets of Carrick. Uh, during the lockdown process I was able to uh, be involved in the, the doorstep dinners with, with Diane and Tommy and it was amazing just to be able to bless people in the community and so on. I've built friendships here of people who are just so dear to me, people you can share life with, people you can be incredibly honest with and open with and there's no you know, feeling that you have to be embarrassed about anything, you have to hide things. It, it's been incredible over the last 10 years just to do faith and life with people who are serious about God and who are serious about this town that we love, that we want to see reached for God. And even in these incredibly difficult sort of last sort of, you know, seven or eight months where, you know, the world has kind of stopped, everything's been very different, to just know even in these circumstances that we are here together, doing life group over Zoom, sort of be able to share with people, uh, and just to 
feel that we're still apart, even though we're we're still together, even though we're apart. That's the right way to do it. Uh, and just that that sort of sense of that God is still on the move. That you know the church is not closed. That the church is here. That we, as the body of Christ, can still meet together in different circumstances, and we can still reach this time for the Lord. And it's just been such a privilege to be part of this over the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Granty, what a legend. From one legend to another. Someone else who's been with us since day one, together with the rest of the Norton family. This is Johnny Norton. Uh, first of all, good morning. Uh, as Paul said, um, I've been going to Carrick Vineyard since the start, so I've seen it grow from um, that small gathering in, in Zoo Park on a Thursday evening through to what we have now. And I suppose I've changed as well in those 10 years of going to the church. Um, at the start, I was maybe comfortable and happy just standing on the sidelines and being in the periphery of things and not really getting involved in the spiritual life of the church. Um, and I suppose my, my relationship with God and my, my faith is, has, at the start, was probably quite distant and, if I'm being honest, a bit fake. But through uh, 10 years, through worship and going to life groups and meeting with the amazing people that Carrick Vineyard is, is that I've learned that if my, my faith is to be relevant at all, then it needs to be personal. My relationship with God needs to be personal. It needs to be real as well. And so um, this is a work in progress, um, but I'm growing and I'm learning. And as I was sort of preparing for this morning, the verse that sort of came out at me was Second Timothy 1.7, which says, For I have not given you a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power. And I suppose as I, my hope and my prayer is that as I, I grow in and I experience that spirit of, of, of power, is that I play my part in the life of this church and how it has impacted and affected me and my family, but also this community. Thanks. Brilliant. Well done. Amazing. I've kind of lost count. Have we? Yeah. Are we? At, what are we up to? Eight? Or nine? Is this a lot? Are you the last? You are the last. Oh well, we've saved. Have we saved the best of last? <laughs> so here's one of our young people who was a kid when we started the church, and uh, I give you Sam. Um, hi, I'm Sam. I'm the son of the pastors of the church um, <laughs> Sam Tell and Paul and I remember just being a wee kid in Korean about five six years old and I was like I like I just wanted to be back in Carrick with my family and my friends that I made back in Carrick and I remember like just screaming and crying in public at my mum and dad before saying I want to I want to go home and one day that dream came true we did go back to Carrick and I didn't really care what we were doing. I didn't even know why we were going back. Um, I was just like, I want to be back in Carrick. And little did I know this amazing church called Carrick Fergus Vineyard was to be planted and grow over these 10 years. Um, if, um, some people have said to me, like, do you think you would have been a Christian and all? Like, some of my mates who, like, would be strongly against this and also I've been given loads of abuse being like oh you're a bible basher and oh you're 
you're the pastor's kids and all and to be honest I'm so grateful and thankful not just from my mum and dad bringing me up in the church the church itself and like I think the Lord saved my life probably on a couple of occasions and just I've like every Sunday I feel like the most comfortable and the most peaceful I ever am just being with the community at the church and it's a shame we can't do that at the moment but I think someday someday we will be able to just walk in the Carrick, the building of Carrick College probably and just all sit together and be able to hopefully hug and um, have a chat with just anybody you want to and I can't wait for that by myself because I think we're all missing it. Great. Let me. You're right. Yeah. That was amazing, huh? Yeah, I've cried since the start of oh. Faith and Andrea and Hannah Fagard finished me off sobbing in the oh. corner. <laughs> it's just so wonderful to hear people's stories and what God's done in their life and you know what the church has meant to them. And we're really thankful for those ten people sharing and those ten people represent hundreds of stories really of people who have been part of our church and you know, over these 10 years. So we're so thankful and grateful for everyone who's been a part of it and what God has done in changing people's lives. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've spent quite a lot of time over the last two or three weeks preparing what we're going to share this evening. And it's really given us a wonderful opportunity to reflect, hasn't it, over the yeah. last 10 years. And we remember this and we remember that. And some of that is events and things that have taken place and what have you, but actually it's about individual people's lives mm -hmm. and what God's done in them. And that's goodness, that's what, that's what God's called us to. And that's why yeah. Jesus said to Peter, you know, you're going to go and, and start the church. And that church has multiplied over generations and it's about people. Yeah. And uh, so we're just so... Yeah excited about right. these stories yeah and from the start we wanted you know our church to be a place of hope and i think that's what those people's stories represent that they come some of them come you know in brokenness and with difficult things happening in their lives and they receive the hope that jesus brings they start to come alive again mm. and god changes so as well as looking back over loads of class photos of events, it's actually a white, what God's done in people's lives. And some of those yeah. stories we'll never know, you know, but those ones, it was lovely. And thank you to those 10 people who came to share this morning. It was so brave, fantastic. my goodness, so brave, walking in this room and looking at Ian Hutchinson. Well, <laughs> not a camera, only in behind it. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, brilliant, we're gonna we're, finish. Yeah. We're looking forward to tonight and um, the celebrating together, those who are there in person, and then we will put it on YouTube this week. And we're thanking Jackie in advance for all our editing work. So we're going to finish with worship. So, so yeah.